Welcome to the Radical Departures podcast, your source for startup storytelling. We're your hosts, Abby and Chris. You'll hear informative discussions full of valuable expertise and actionable insight on the issues you face when launching and growing your startup. This is episode 11 of the Radical Departures podcast. Our guest today is Robin Leperc, co-founder of Freelance Republic, an online community that allows tech teams to hire freelance developers and project managers simply, making sure they get the best possible available talent. Before setting out on his own, Robin spent much of his career as a salesman in retail, IT, and other domains for companies in France and Spain. In this episode, hear how Freelance Republic makes sure all of its constituents have the best possible experience and outcome using the site, what lessons Robin took with him from corporate life into working independently, and what the freelance developer community in France is like these days. So, without further ado, here's episode 11 with Robin Leperc. So I'm Robin, I'm 43, one wife, three kids, <laughs> and running a, running a small business in Paris. Freelance Republic. You know, talking about Freelance Republic, how did you go from, you You traditionally work with IT services. Yeah, in the past. In yeah. the past. And how did you transition from working with IT, IT services over to creating what's a, a, a really cool and timely startup? Uh, it's, um, it's an opportunity that I had because I, I was fired from my, from my, uh, from my company had the idea to run a business for a long time and uh, me and one of my associates we were having uh, uh, a look at what could be done in the field of IT and what could be done better it was done before and we had the idea uh, to work in the in the field of fri- freelancing because uh, we thought uh, a couple of years ago that freelancing was suffering a lack of uh, efficiency and uh, a lack of freedom in a field which is meant to be made of freedom and efficiency. <laughs> I think the, the name t- tells a lot. Freelance Republic tells a lot. Freelance because of freelancing. We are working with freelancers, not all freelancers, but okay. web and mobile developers and, right. and project managers. Of course, in the future, we might work with other kind of freelancers, but for instance, we are working with, uh, only with developers and, and, and project managers. And, and republic, republic means a lot in terms of efficiency and freedom. What we've noticed over the market a couple of years ago, again, is as far as freelancers are concerned, uh, good freelancers, they, they receive tens of calls every week uh, from headhunters, and they get proposed many, many things that do not necessarily correspond to what they want to do at the moment when they want to do it. Right. So many of them do not even answer the phone <laughs> because every day, many, many, many calls. And uh, in the other hand, the, the companies uh, that want to hire a freelancer, they, they have two solutions. On one hand, there's the solution of the, uh, of the IT service company or the headhunter, and it's, very, it's a very heavy process. Right. It's, it's, uh, it, it's expensive, and uh, it takes a long time. 
And in the other hand, you have several websites, uh, and, in, and they all have the, the same uh, common point. When you go on those websites, you can get tens of profiles, but you don't know who's good right. and who's who's really good right. and who's really available. Is that things like Upwork? Sites yeah, like exactly. Okay. So I think Upwork is is a good website. Mm -hmm. It's it's um, it's a general website for freelancers, right. uh, like uh, short-term missions. Uh, every kind of, 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 of competency, not only developers, but right. also people in the field of uh, traduction, translation, sorry, uh, in the field of uh, design and, and, and many other fields that we don't uh, operate in. So uh, uh, those websites, tens of profiles, you don't know who's good and who's really available. And, uh, and uh, Freelance Republic, our concept is a strong selection upfront over the profiles and uh, when a company wants to hire a freelancer it has been already pre-selected as far as competency and availability are concerned mm -hmm. and so you can hire very quickly and very efficiently so you do the, the vetting as it were we do we yeah. do the work that that the company has to do on a on a, on a website on a classical website right. and it can take days or weeks yeah. to find the right person Right. Because you have to call everybody yeah. to find out who's really available, to find out who's really good, to maybe take some references among the the, the former companies where, where the, the, the guys worked. And, um, and and we do all that up front when, when somebody is, uh, is, uh, is, is coming on our website and is subscribing to our website. Mm -hmm. And uh, when a company needs somebody, we already have uh, tens of, of profiles. Right. Available, good, and and that's uh, uh, much more efficient than than the the former way or the right. old way. Right. To, to to connect freelancers and companies. And How do the, the people, either the freelancers or the companies that are looking to engage uh, with you? How do they find out about you? Because it's 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 a new you know it's a newer market. Maybe from your IT services day, you you had existing connections with some of the businesses. To me, that seems to always be the challenge of you know, how do you find users? The main point is we try to do a good job. So we don't try to do everything with everybody. Yeah. Uh, the selection is very strong. So when we do something, we do it, I think we do it quite well. So people talk together and uh, customers talk with other customers yeah. that come to us. Uh, today, we don't have a lack of customer or a lack of missions. We have a lack of freelancers. And we have 6,000 freelancers already uh, on our website, which is quite important because we operate mostly in Paris. 90% uh, of our business is in Paris, for instance, and we are trying to develop in other regions in France uh, and maybe in other countries in the future. But right. for instance, it's mostly in Paris and we already have 6,000 profiles. So it's a lot of profiles and it's very hard to find uh, available and good people, even if you have 6,000 profiles. Yeah, yeah. So we try to do things very well with a, a very strong process, a uh, very complete process. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've developed that way because both freelancers and uh, customers coming on the website were, were saying that we were doing a great job. So that, yeah. that's how we developed. And of course, we also communicate on... Uh, Google and on Facebook, but we don't have a lot of money, so we are yeah. going to do to do that pro progressively. So that's how we 
I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense. You sort of keep your focus narrow, so you do what you do what you do really well. Because there's often a temptation. I know from companies I worked at that had a, a technology product. Early on, you're saying, "Oh my God, I, I want money." You see an opportunity, you're like, mm -hmm. "Oh, I can do that." Oh, I can do that. And in it's often it's a recipe for disaster, because if you spread yourself too thin, you water down the value, and it's hard to say. There's an opportunity, but I'm not going to do it now because this is what we do now and this is what we do well. I think Finance Republic is a combination between a, a, like a startup product because it's web, because it goes faster, mm -hmm. because it's more efficient, but also a combination between this model and, and the former way to run a company, uh, which is first sell, make money, yeah. and when you make money, you can invest. You can convince your bankers because today our banker is accompanying us. Right, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can do that one. Comment tu dis accompagner? Yeah, they're working with us. Uh, which, th that's actually, I think, another really interesting area, which is you're working with your bank to build out the business because a lot of, I think a lot of times you see people now saying, oh, there's five years ago, it was difficult to get cash, whether it's venture capital or some kind of investment money. And now everybody says, oh, there's money falling from the sky. Let's take all this yeah. money. But there's a cost. There's yeah. a cost to it. It's, it's working with the bank to help versus VC is a very different uh, You model. have to find the, the right balance between the money you can get from outside and the money you can get from your banker. And most of all, the business, the own business that you can make, mm -hmm. which is the, the best thing because when you are selling, It means that your product is good, that yeah. your model is, is right, that uh, you don't have to spend a lot of money to make to, to be known on the market because the market already knows you because of, of what you are doing, and you right. are not only talking about the future, but you are talking about the present. Right. And um, yeah, it's very important to us because we are, of course, we digitalize a part of the process, but we want to do. Uh, a good job with people for whose it's important because uh, freelancers, most of them are family men, you know, yeah. it's not big companies. Right. So, so they want to find, really find the right job. Right. They want to stay a long time in the job. Right. They want to, to get the, the right technical challenge, which is very important for freelancers and, right. and especially for developers. More important than money. It's the, I think it's the first criteria. And mm -hmm. of course, The location is also an important criteria because when you live in Paris, you don't want to spend two hours or three hours yeah. a day yeah. uh, commuting. In, in commuting. We do all that up front. Uh, so there's also a strong selection among the companies. And of course, when you do that, it takes a long time and you can do thousands of, of contracts with thousands of freelancers. You have to build day after day your right. business and um, rationalize and uh, uh, digitalize everything that could be digitalized, but everything can't be digitalized in the field of recruitment. It's a click and motor, and motor model <laughs> with a lot of motor. <laughs> and uh, and there, there will be a lot of motor in the future because you always need somebody to set or to uh, verify the right matching between, between a business and a freelancer. We need those people even in the future. Mm -hmm. And we are far from a 100% digital model, which is just a connection between two people mm -hmm. that still have a huge job to do to find out if they can 
work together. Right. And our job is to do this upfront before those two people even have the idea to get connected right. and to work together. What's the rate of, I guess, introductions that you make that don't work out? One out of three will work, okay. two out of three will fail. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. Which is quite good. Yeah. We don't answer every, every demand right. because we are very selective uh, among the profiles and also among the missions. How long will the mission last? Will it be paid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how not much? only how much will it be paid, but will the company be able to pay ah, somebody yeah. Yeah. in the next three or six months? <laughs> because yeah. we have a lot of, of demand uh, coming from startups. Right. Mm. So some of the startups, they can pay, some don't, and some won't. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. So but, that's what yeah. we're trying to find out also. There's a general perception, I think outside of France, of... Uh, Oh, everybody in France wants complete job security. They don't want to do freelancing. They mm. they want a permanent CD. CD. Yeah, right. they want the CDI. Like my perception is that that's really changed a lot, and it sounds yeah. as though that's the case. So it's a culture matter, in fact, and it's a generational matter. Uh, we've moved from the X to the Y, or even the Z generation, which are which mindset is very is, is very very different from from. Maybe my mindset, because I'm 43, and, and many people's mindset. Among the engineers, the young engineers, they are not looking for a long-term job, con- job contract. They are looking for a technical challenge. And, they are, and, and technical challenge mean, means that you have to change, to move from one company with the other. Yeah. Right. Because you'll find a technical challenge in that company because the objectives are these objectives. Mm-hmm. And, and tomorrow, the objectives will change. And they will need somebody else, and you'll need another challenge right. in another right. company. So you have to move all the time. Uh, I think the right duration is maybe six months in a, mm. between six months, one year in a job. Right. And uh, after six months, one year, most of the engineers want to move to another company, right. see some something else, or they or sometimes they just want to move in. The, they want to, to move from Paris maybe to Nice because they think that I Paris mean, if you like sunshine, <laughs> sunshine and beaches, yeah, exactly. I hear some people like that. That sounds crazy. And they are not, not, not afraid at all. Some are afraid at the very beginning. How can I find a mission? What will happen if, if my mission stops? Will I find something just immediately after? Mm-hmm. And uh, when they try, they, they immediately notice that they receive tens of offers. So they don't have to seek for jobs right. uh, when they are good, when they right. are good yeah. developers. And this point is interesting. And that's, that's why we've started working with developers and, and project managers also, because there's a lot of demand in, in this, uh, for, for those competencies. What's so, the typical profile for a developer or a project manager? What's, what do they look like that you're working with? Most of them are males, unfortunately, yeah. because many yeah. customers would like to work with mm-hmm. girls, and they are very, there very few girls. Yeah. If yeah. you're a, if you're a girl developer, believe me, you won't. <laughs> you, you will get you'll get a job very, very easily. Yeah, because it's 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 um, in the technical teams they they like when there's one or two girls because it's very rich for the for the team. So most of them are males, engineers, and uh, they are. Um, 30 years old. Right. That's the typical profile. Mm-hmm. Male, 30 year, years old, 
engineers, right. and they come from all over the world. Many people come from uh, north of Africa, right. many, many profiles uh, mm-hmm. in France. So they all have a, a technical background in the field of, of, uh, of IT or um, computing. And as far as uh, project managers are concerned, maybe the profile is a little older, like 40 years old, right. the average, the average uh, age. And um, not necessarily engineers. Some of them are former developers right. endowed with a strong technical background, or people coming, some of them come from business schools. About getting a, an apartment contract yeah. without a CDI? I yeah. thought that was really interesting because that's something that I think a lot yeah, of people struggle with. Yeah, but I think that, that, that things are moving in France and bankers are moving their minds also because there will be even more freelancers It's in the future. the, the yeah. direction. Of, By the yeah. year 2020, maybe one worker out of three will be a mm. freelancer. Mm-hmm. Right. So they have to adapt. Right. And, uh, and, and a city and a city is not necessarily... Uh, It doesn't not necessarily mean that you work for the same company right. uh, for the rest of your life. Right. I can tell you because I was fired three years ago, and <laughs> yeah. that's why I'm running Freelance Republic now. Yeah, it's a change that in the States we saw a long time ago, and, and you do see it now. I'm always amazed. Younger people really don't, they don't care as much about the CDI. In fact, usually they say, I don't want a CDI. But, of course, the challenge is this. How do you get this? Uh, how do you get an apartment? How do you get a bank account? Uh, and, and it seems as though maybe the things are changing and perhaps some of the, uh, some of the things Macron is working on, maybe that will we'll see some more structural change. I don't know what, what Macron is going to do, but at the moment I can tell you that, that freelancers are, are getting apartments. Yeah. So uh, I think already minds have changed yeah. and there's, there's obviously no reason not to get into freelancing mm-hmm. uh, do you, at the moment. Do you sort of advocate for that also? Or do you, um, what's the word, do you go around preaching that people should do, you know, should become freelancers and not be afraid of... Yes, we, we, we try to do that. Okay. But we are working with uh, experimented people mm-hmm. in Freelance Republic because of the selection that I talked about. Right. So from time to time we work with very very beginners mm-hmm. but most of our freelancers are experienced freelancers mm-hmm. so um, yes we communicate uh, around how can you become a freelancer mm-hmm. and, and what you have to do uh, which contact you have to take and um, but 90% of our job is finding uh, the best freelancers among the mm-hmm. the, yeah. the, um, the experienced freelancers mm-hmm. but of course we do that Yeah. Because it's, it's, a, it's a good way to communicate. If you want to communicate just saying, I have the good mission with the right price, uh, or I will find you the right job at the right time, mm-hmm. it's, it's good. But I think freelancers, they want more uh, um, complete information mm-hmm. about the, the, the freelance market. Right. And, um, and that's why we, we, we are writing such articles. And that's why we, we communicate on our blog. And is the hope with the blog and maybe something else to create a real community for those yes, freelancers? Yes, yes, sure. Well? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. For them <clears throat> to communicate among themselves to sort of help with, I don't know, things like getting an apartment. Or yes, like, like, just like sharing the good mm-hmm. practices yeah. and, and the yeah. good experience uh, experiences. So, um, uh, yeah, we are trying to, to create such a community. Yeah, because I think and, that can uh, be hard when you're starting out 
and you say, okay, I, I would like to work as an independent, but I have no idea yeah. what is required yeah. of me, you know, to do that. And that could be a place where people can go to learn. Exactly. Okay. But uh, uh, it can be just freelancer community mm -hmm. and some other sites do, do that quite mm -hmm. well. But it can only be communities within the freelancers, mm -hmm. right. like the PHP community, mm -hmm. the Java community, right. uh, the .NET community, you know, like technical communities. Right. And, uh, and the conversation is about, of course, how to get a, a, the right job at the right time, the right price, mm -hmm. uh, how, to, how to, to buy or to, to get an apartment, but also uh, talking about technical matters. Right. Uh, in their uh, technical field, which is also interesting. Right. And the, the two aspects are connected because if you're, for example, a, a Java developer, you'll get more easily a, a mission in, in such or such a company. So uh, uh, there's a link between your technical field and general matters. Before you created Freelance Republic, you were working for a, a, a bigger company or at least somebody else's company. Mm -hmm. What was the biggest surprise? Having gone from, you know, basically you're a, a nine to five person, as we say, you, you go, you're working for someone else to this is my company. What surprised you the most about uh, uh, creating your own company here? First of all, before you create your own company, your, your own company, I think it's good to work for somebody else because yeah. you, you see many, many good practices. That and bad practices, yes. too. Yeah, good yeah. and bad practices. <laughs> what to do, yeah. What's to keep and what's not to keep in your own business. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, it, 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 can give you, it can give you also some contacts with, with other people. Right. Running your own company, especially when you're at the, at the very beginning, is very scary because you start with the, the white page and you have to find a name for your company which takes a couple of days because especially when you're running a website you have to, to find yeah. a free name yes yeah. not <laughs> easy big deal. not easy not, not, not easy at all <laughs> and i think it's the most important thing you have to find the right go to market how to go to mm -hmm. market because you have an idea you, there's a lack of, of this there's a lack of that but it's not so easy how can i do things better, and, and most of all, how can I communicate clearly mm -hmm. so people understand why I am different, how I am doing, doing things differently. Right. And at Freelance Republic, we've moved from, from a model to another. At the very beginning, we were a completely open marketplace, mm -hmm. and uh, freelancers and companies, they could come in this marketplace, find just like Upwork that right. you talked about, and... Uh, they could work together without paying anything. And uh, our mm -hmm. selection service was a non-demand service and it mm -hmm. was a paying service. And we started with, with this uh, positioning and it was very hard for the market to understand what was free and what was not. Mm -hmm. right. And we've moved to a, to, to a model where you have to pay when you're a company. Mm -hmm. You don't pay when you are a freelancer, okay. but you pay when you're a company and you know exactly why you are here you are here because you want to win time mm -hmm. you don't want to, to to spend days to to look for a freelancer mm -hmm. right. you want somebody already selected and you know you will pay for that and it's clear it seems simple when mm -hmm. you talked about when you talk about it but when you run your own business it can yeah. take yeah. one or two years <laughs> yeah. before you understand yeah. Yeah. That, that something very clear for you is not clear <laughs> for your yeah. customers yeah. that's why we've started Freelance Republic about three years ago, and we we are doing business for a year and a half right. because we spent a year, we spent a year and a half 
changing the model, finding the right go-to-market, focusing on the right market, on the right technology. That's probably the most difficult thing. And after that, I think the main point is hiring the right people. It's crucial when you're beginning your business. You are very few people, so you can't hire the wrong people because right. it will be very, very costly for your business. When you're running a 1,000 or 2,000 people business, you yeah. can more easily do the wrong recruitment. And it's funny to see how much time and money spent the big companies to recruit the right people. So do that better when you, it's already done very, very well by big companies. Right. And you have to do that even better uh-huh. when you're a small one. So it's a very right. big challenge. Yeah. So With fewer very, resources very too. Yeah. <laughs> Many fewer resources. Yeah. That's now, how do you point. go about, even at the beginning, when you chose your business partners, how do you even come together at that point? Is it you sort of knew different people and you thought, okay, I have this skill, they have that skill. How do you find... You don't find hundreds of people because everybody still has a work. Everybody still has a family. Mm-hmm. Everybody doesn't want to take risks. You do what you can with what you have. It's rather a matter of knowing the people and thinking about running a company with them Mm -hmm. rather than the idea of running a company and then I have to find my associates to do it. You do the two things at at the same time. You have the idea and the partners at the same time and uh, when the stars are in the right, you know, uh, alignment, alignment, it's the moment and then you go. Yeah, that's it. We've experienced one interesting thing with our CTO when we started Freelance Republic. We had a first CTO and we made the first version of our website. And uh, for different reasons, after a couple of months, we decided that we could not work together anymore and we had to find another CTO. And it's very difficult when you're a startup and you don't have a lot of money to find somebody who is going to work for you 100% of the time instead of working for a big company with a lot of money and with taking the risk. It's a big challenge. Now, do you find since you started working in the IT industry years ago, I'm imagining you've seen the entire market evolve a lot between people becoming entrepreneurs, between people doing freelancing. What's that look to you? And and the way to do business also. Yeah. The way to like the prospection. Is it right? Yeah. Prospection to find customers. Mm -hmm. The way to find customers has changed a lot before you were taking your phone and calling people. Yeah. which is not the right way today because you have many things. To, of course, you'll have to take your phone, but before you take your phone, you have many, many things that you can do. Your phone call is much more accurate productive. and productive right. than right. it was in the past. So this has changed a lot among the last three or four years. I think it's, uh, as far as business is concerned, it's one of the main changes. And uh, of course, Uber has changed a lot of things <laughs> because it uh, opened the mind of many people to find out new ways of doing things accounting, connections between people, going to the restaurant or food, buying everything. Everything has changed in all the fields of the economy. There's a lot of opportunities if you do it the right way, I think. I mean, it's easy to see because there were a lot of companies in the U.S. started doing, you had this culture of uh, startups for longer. Do you see the French model taking that and sort of changing it? making it more French, or how do you see... I think France has, uh, and French have suffered a lack of, of self-confidence for a long time. Yeah. Just like thinking that 
it was better because it was coming from the United States yeah. and that we could not do that in France. I think a lot of ideas come from the United States. And even the idea of freelance republic, in, to what some extent, comes from the United States because they were the first trying to uh, digitalize the process, the connection between the freelancers and the companies with companies such as devoctions.com, okay. which were among the very first to realize that the market was made by the freelancers and not made by the companies or the technical teams. And there was a business uh, selecting freelancers. And then when freelancers are selected, they can get many, many job offers. And that was the very the beginning point for many companies in the freelancing after that. So many ideas come from the United States, but I think France is a very good place to start a startup, to run a startup, because the state is accompanying you. You have compensation when you don't have job anymore. Right. Right. You can have money for one or two years, so right. you can start your business without thinking about money. It gives you time. Of course, some of the uh, administrative procedures are, can be heavy, but I think there's a tendency to simplify all this, right. and hopefully Macron will change yeah. things in, yeah. in that field. And the next generation, the X, the Y generation, or even the Z generation now, they are thinking out of the box much more than our parents were right. doing or even people of my generation right. were doing in the past because we are looking for a long-term contract right. and not even thinking of what could be done. And the developing of freelancing will be self-constructive you know, uh, because uh, more freelancers means more out-of-the-box thinking right. because right. you run your own business. Right. Self-propagating. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. I think that in the next years there will be a lot of new ideas that will emerge and maybe uh, we will have other ideas. Yeah. We are running Finance Republic now and maybe in 10 years we'll do something else in another field because we have thought about something different in the field of freelancers or in another field of, of IT or uh, right. I don't know. I think France is a very good place now to, it's to a start good, I think it's a very good time. And you're right. What's always mystified me is people here get really down on France. Everything is, you know, the people for so many years, people would always see... Oh, the bad side, and it might work, but it might fail. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, come on, there's a, you know, this is a great place. There's all these wonderful things going on. Forget about the negativity, because there's all this wonderful opportunity. And uh, Because we are also in a country, because of the worldwide competition, where the industry is going down, is failing a lot, and uh, most of the long-term positions were in the field of industry, yeah. or in the field of the bank, mm -hmm. which is now... Uh, tends to be even more digital also. Right, right. So all those people are losing their jobs and that's why they are sad. And on the opposite, the newcomers, the new engineers, the people who are getting out of the school do not think the same way. They see that long-term contracts are not necessarily the good thing for them. They are seeking for other kinds of jobs, more focused on your personal life, on your right. technical challenges or other challenges. On and I, th place I think that's really great. I like that a lot, that people... They think more, they say, okay, is this interesting? Does this work for me personally? And, you know, because I think an older generation would look at it as, okay, put your head down like a coal miner, put your head down and just keep digging and yeah. forget about everything else. And I think it's good exactly. to look at the whole picture. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, if you do something that you like to do, where you like to do it, you right. do it well. And yeah. if you do it well, you'll make money. 
if you work for somebody else in a job that you don't like, I mean for people endowed with good skills like engineers mm. or people like that with diplomas, etc. If you, just as you said, you just like dig with your uh, yeah. your tool and, <laughs> and you never look yeah. up, you'll get sick yeah. in 10 years and you'll get sad. But all this is changing, so many, many things will come out. I do find the older model, it can be very depressing when you know people... They've been working at the same, whether it's the government or business, they've been working there for 15, 20 years or more. They hate their boss. They hate their environment. I think every day is a struggle for them to go to yeah, work. Yeah, sure. And that is depressing. Yes. That's terribly depressing. And yet they're terrified to change. They're, ter they're terrified to change. They'll never leave their job because, yeah. God forbid, something, you know. You know, the reality is there's always plenty of bad managers out there. But when you're locked in because, oh, my God, if I change, if I get out of my CDI... It might go poorly. And so people, they get sick, like you said. Yeah, They're, just sick. It's, it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. Now, do you think, looking at all the startups that are here now, and every day there are new startups coming, mm -hmm. do you think that there will be sort of a, an evolution into, I guess I'll step back. Sometimes I think a lot of companies here, people look at the startup and they sort of look at, oh, everything about the U.S. model is perfect, it's great. And I mean, obviously, there are lots of good things. Things have worked out well in the States. But I think the French have their own way of doing things. I think things could be very good here. Personally, I don't think we have to do everything exactly the way that it's done in the U.S. We can take ideas. We can take things, but change them. Do you see the market here being very American-like or changing to something a little different? Yeah, you have both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because a lot of good things come from the U.S., of course. Yeah. So, Which Robin, by the way, I'm going to interrupt. You can tell he's got a Midwest accent because he lived in Ohio. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> Way no, too optimistic. Only, only a few months. So, uh, <laughs> I, you, yeah, but you survived my, a winter in Ohio. Yeah, so that's, I survived. Uh, yeah, because I come from Grenoble, as I said, <laughs> which is quite quite fresh place. <laughs> yeah. In the winter yeah. <laughs> with a lot of mountains. So... Uh, a lot of good things come from United States again. So uh, there's a lot of things that we can adapt to the French market. Right. And uh, also in the way of thinking, and not only thinking the business, but also thinking the relationship between the employee and the company. Oh, right. And many things. There's also some specificities on the French market. I was talking about food and all the ideas that you can have. among. The, and I think that the French startup will invent some concepts among the French specificities, mm -hmm. like food, tourism, etc., mm -hmm. right. that then could be exported to yeah. the United States. But in some other fields, like technical fields, of course, I think mainly the ideas will come from the United States and be adapted to France, right. because the states are more about technical matters, etc. Not necessarily industry, but uh, engineering and right. uh, inventing new products, just like a smartphone or right. things like that. We should not try to replace the American or do it the American way. Right. Just do it the French way among the French subjects, the French matters, the French specificities, the French culture. And uh, there's a lot to invent in those fields. Tourism, food, as I said, right. wine, maybe right. cigars, I don't know, right. uh, way of life. And this could be exported to other countries, not only the, the United States, but many other countries. Right. But, but, of course, many things will come from the United States. Many things will come from China also, uh, where subjects are different right. also. I think um, in all over the world, and I heard recently that even in Africa, 
many things were changing in some countries uh, because they had a lot of engineers and a lot of ideas too, and, and right. there are specific matters, right. uh, local matters, with the specific answers, and right. so startups to run among that. There's, in fact, there are two ways to invent, create, or, and run a startup. You copy something that is doing by your startup in another country, and you do it in your country, right. which is the way to function, the way many, many startups functionate. Maybe 80% of the startups are doing that way. And unfortunately, most of the ideas come from the United yeah. States. <laughs> and 20%, and I think that this year will get bigger and bigger, inventing something very new because it's a local matter, it's a cultural matter that you right. have next door and that you want to bring an answer to that and to put something on the market to enter this matter. Mm -hmm. I do find, like, France, an area that's, extremely interesting and is data analysis because the French love affair with math. You have a lot of really good math people here. Mm -hmm. And perhaps 10 years ago, those people maybe went over to London to work for banks. And now they're doing <coughs> cool things with creating technology for big corporates, which I could see being really attractive globally. To me, it's a strength of France. The education system really puts out some brilliant mathematicians. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. engineering talent here. Yeah, it's really great. Yeah. Unfortunately, most of them work for foreign countries. Yeah. They don't stay. There's a, a brain drain. Uh, brain drain, yeah. yeah. I think they will come back because of all we said. Yeah, as this the market changes. That, we, yeah. that we'll have. The fact that uh, the big data is getting even bigger, so need a lot of math brains. Yeah, there's a lot to invent because you can find maths in all the fields of the economy. In our field, for example, which is recruiting mm -hmm. developers for company, you can uh, imagine machine learning. You can um, digitalize uh, a bigger and bigger part of the process, of the selection process. There's also, uh, there will be maybe jobs for mathematicians at Freelance Republic in the close future. Right now, you guys have a small team because you're really building the business. It's taking off. You're getting more money. Do you see, okay, I have to hire more commercial people, I have to hire more development people. It has to be a challenge even making a decision like that because you want more people to sell, but you need to also beef up a product. Yeah, we don't need more people to sell because our problem is to find freelancers. Right. So we need people to find talents, to talk with talents, to identify who's good, who's available, to keep in touch with those people. It's a lot of work, so right. we need a lot of people to do that. And on the other hand, we need engineers and developers, so our website reflects our model and is a good tool for our customer mm -hmm. right. to manage their freelancers, right. find them, propose them some missions, etc. Yes, we have to develop both sides. Our priority at the moment, because our website is a better version, is to develop our website, because our website doesn't have at the moment all the rank of functionalities that our customers are expecting. And we do a, a lot of things with the phone and with the email, yeah. and many things can be uh, automatized on the website. So that's what we are going to do right. by the end of the year uh, 2017. And at the same time, we have a lot of work selecting and keeping in touch with freelancers. So we are also developing this team hiring uh, two or three people in the next weeks to do that with us. Yeah, you mentioned that eventually you might want to expand internationally. How would that work? Because it seems like 
you know, you focus really on a localized market to some extent. The market is global, but we're yeah. operating especially in the Paris yeah. area because we live in the Paris yeah, area and, and we know and we know this area. We have, um, I think, we'll soon have some representatives in other regions okay. that operate also quite locally because you have to know your market yeah. as far as freelancers and companies are concerned and understand how things work locally and also create animation, create a buzz over your solution quite locally. But when our website will be 100% operational, we can translate and operate the same at the website in, in many regions and in many countries. But we, for every, every country, we'll need some people on site to talk with freelancers, to understand what they are doing, to understand to what they are good and do the right match between the freelancers and the companies. We can be 100% digital because we are not only connecting people, we are right. selecting people. Right. But you can digitalize a um, big part of the process, like, take like taking references, like technical tests that you can do online, like all the process, all the incitation to a freelance to tell when he's free, sending short messages on the cellular phone or using... Um, social networks so when the uh, freelancer is free he thinks of freelance republic and he right. says freelance republic i'm going to look for a mission mm -hmm. in, in a couple of weeks so we've already talked about together a few months ago so maybe it's the good time to make the connection again and find out what i'm going what i want to do right. what has changed what i have done in the meantime and what i want to do now so we can shape the perfectly right mission for the freelancer and design the right mission for him so we have the, the good match. If you spam your freelancers yeah. with a lot of messages yeah. all, all year long when they are free, yeah. it's just another freelancer public message yeah. and they yeah. won't get back to you. Yeah. So it's a big issue to think about how many times we have to get back to them and right. send them messages so they think of freelance republic in a positive way. Like I get here from Freelance Republic when I need it. I'm in touch with, with Freelance Republic when I need it. I'm not in touch with Freelance Republic every day yeah. on every subject. Yeah. If we do so, we'll come back to what we want to end, which yeah. is the headhunter functioning. The customer calls the headhunter. I'm looking for a Java developer. And then the headhunter, he calls all the Java developers over the, yeah. the market to find out who's available right. and send the CV to the customer. So that's what we want to avoid. That's right. the former system. The new system is you have your profile on Freelance Republic. And when you want to get a job, you candidate. You say, I'm a candidate. And then if you are really good and really available, you'll get some jobs. Right. And the rest of the year, you can do your job. Right. You won't have to answer the phone right. all day long. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's right. like a taxi cab. You turn your light on when you're available. Exactly. You turn it off when you're yeah. Yeah. It'll bother you. That's good. But if you want them to turn the light green at mm -hmm. the right time, you have to keep in touch. But you know, it's not uh, too much. It's, uh, yeah. it's a good. It's yeah. A, yeah. You have Finding to find the right balance. balance. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So articles, as we talked about, articles concerning how to find uh, an apartment, what will change in the legal field or in the tax field in right. the next future are good ways to keep in touch with the it's freelancers helpful, but not without, yeah. without talking about right. a mission. Yeah. Right.
Well, Robin, thank you very much for your time today. It was really interesting. It's a really cool market and your timing seems to be quite good for entering this space. That wraps up another episode of the Radical Departures podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter and join us next time on Radical Departures.